Hello. Hello. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia, the podcast. A podcast of quantum con- quandaries. <laughs> quantum quandaries. There you go. Drinks, 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 drinks. Episode 10. Really? Yeah, we've done this 10 times. It feels like hundreds more. (laughs) Backtrack corner. There is no backtracks this week, I don't think, so far. We didn't get any messages from people moaning or complaining. So you got everything right, or no one's listening. (laughs) Either way, I win. (laughs) I do want to mention, though, that my brother made us merchandise, so we have beautiful t-shirts. I'm wearing one right now. that has got a great logo on it. For the TV show. Uh, TV yeah. show? For the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the TV show, that's the future. That's a few months from now when we go when we go global. Oh, we can pretend that we're global. Yeah. We can pretend that we're fancy real people with these t-shirts. I can't wear them outside because it's like wearing your own face on a t-shirt. But Yeah. And and uh, and it is, it's sort of reverse merchandise, isn't it? In the sense that we're not selling merch to anyone. Someone's giving us our own merch. Which is good. <laughs> I think it's a good... Uh, Business model. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see any flaws of that. <laughs> we, we People just give us clothes with our own stuff on it. Brilliant. Now we'll wear anything anyone sends me. Ooh, okay. <laughs> that was risky. <laughs> this week I have done research. Oh my gosh. That's... Oh, wait, before that, what are you drinking? Um, This week I'm um, I'm actually only drinking Pepsi Max. That's what uh... I'm drinking. I know, yeah. Not drinking any any alcohol today. You disgust me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm making up for the both of us because I have a Hendrix and tonic. Really? With a huge ice ball in it. Yeah. An ice cube in the shape of a massive Death Star. Or j- just a ball, <laughs> just a ball of ice. But we're all Death balls Star. are Death Star shaped. Almost true. Yeah. Okay, so this week's question. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Because it's going to mess with your head. Oh, I'm so excited. Go on. Okay, Lee. We're gonna wipe the universe of one of these. Sagas, I suppose. Not saga, one of these franchises. Okay. Okay. A franchise, okay. And the decision is up to you. All right, yeah. So are it's we power. getting rid you of... You know how much I like power. So once we get rid of it, it never existed, no one will remember it, and it okay. can't be recreated. Right, okay. Are we getting rid of... Yeah. Star Trek or right. Star Wars? Oh, what a position you put me in there. <laughs> You're going to anger everyone. I know. <laughs> oh, I've got to get rid of Star Wars or Star Trek. All of it as well. Everything. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, you, should, you have to warn me about something like this. This is like, this is big stuff. The mini question. you got to go with it. Go. This is this is the mini question? This is the mini question. This isn't even like the world that we like, oh, there's a world without these two, one of these franchises. This is the mini question to start. <laughs> no, this is just the mini. Oh, my God. The oh, mini Star quandary. Star Trek. Um, oh, it's so difficult because they're so different in so many ways like star trek is is a little bit sort of it's not quite you know a hard science but it's it's closer and it's and it deals with moral moral stories and stuff and tribbles and, and obviously tribbles and you know and then i thought there's no captain kirk no captain kirk what a world and um, does that mean there's no future armor sat brannigan because he's yes. kind of a spin-off of kirk exactly yeah and we does all william know. shatner even exist in films and tv if he didn't make it big big break so there are huge implications to this Mm -hmm. you know with star wars is more you know it's more fantasy is it's more like a space fantasy space opera yeah space opera as they say i've already known what that meant well star wars there yeah okay oh thanks yeah (laughs) sorted that one (laughs) um 
Oh, and they do, they just do different things. Um, I suppose what I would say. See, this is a difficult question. And I'm going to. Oh God, I'm going to break so many hearts now. But like the thing is, Star Wars is kind of pants now. You know, like it was great if the if the prequels. Oh, do I know? But if the prequels had never been made, yeah. and even the prequels, I thought were weren't as bad as people say. People say they're terrible. Midichlorians, Lee. Yeah, midichlorians is bad. There's lots of bad about it, but I don't think they're as bad as people say. Whereas I would say, the, you know, The Force Awakens is dreadful. Absolutely Ooh, dreadful. Oh, you're going to yeah, get so much hate I, for that. I know. And I like the new one. I know the new one, the, yeah, the, you know, Force Awakens is dreadful. Um, Rogue One is, is, is pretty good. I like that. And, um, and the newest one, Jedi, Last Jedi, is pretty is, is all right as well well almost everyone disagrees with us as well so apparently i've heard that if you like force awakens you didn't like the new one and if you yeah, like the sense. new one then you didn't like force awakens which yeah. is true for everyone i've talked to and me met too so far me too actually. And apparently it's just a different way that you like your stories to be told and mm. what you think of star wars in terms of what is canon yeah so it's interesting, it is interesting. Well, that's when you speak about it in like filmmaking terms, I can totally understand why people have a problem with the Last Jedi. Mm. I can come everyone like all critiques I've heard of Last Jedi, I kind of agree with, but there's something about it that I just I just came out of the cinema and I'd enjoyed it. I'd had fun. Whereas with the Force Awakens, I came out of the cinema furious. I was yeah. just it just wasn't enjoyable. It was. I'm going to give you a spoiler for the Force mm. Awakens. So this is quite old now, but like I didn't cry when Han died and if you know me you'll know I'll cry at the drop of a hat like yeah. you just say I'll think of a puppy and I'll cry whereas yeah. when he died on screen they didn't evoke any emotions from me whereas in this new nothing. one I did get little moments where I got upset some of it was awful and there is part of it and that people talk about and I'm like yeah I know I don't know why I like the new one I left it really enjoying myself yeah I think that's but so are we wiping it from the well this is yeah we could, let's, <laughs> let's get out of this debate too quick but I suppose what my argument was going to be but then I instantly had to backtrack in, in my mind was because I was going to say well Star Trek has never got pants it was it was great but then I just heard like, like the new series is is abysmal what, what abysmal. about there's so many Star Treks that are abysmal yeah I suppose you could say like you know it, it was the original series was the best then the Deep next Space generation. Nine started to go down. Yeah, Deep Space Nine was the beginning. What was the one with the guy from Quantum Leap? What was that one? Yeah, that was um, that was just that was just called Enterprise, wasn't it? Well, that and the Voyager. I don't even know good. about that one. I love Star Trek, and I've never seen that one. So yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I suppose. And people love the new Star Trek. Love it. Yeah, they're they're wrong. They're, <laughs> they're just categorically wrong. It is. I we could, haven't watched it all though we no we haven't but from the episodes I've seen I could wax lyrical about everything that's wrong with the Star Trek you have in the past I've cut it oh really yeah Yeah. I think every episode I have a rant about yeah. the new Star Trek series <laughs> at some point so yeah so I, I contradict myself in saying that Star Trek hasn't got as bad as Star Wars because it has and it's in some ways it's probably got worse but in some ways it's got better I think the only way you can judge this question mm. is by thinking about what TV shows have done for practical science. So, because of Star Trek, we're trying to invent um, a way. The to replicator. Go, the replicator <laughs> and the way to go through space. We're trying to invent yeah. light speed. Because of Star Wars, we're trying to invent. We're trying to prove the force. We're trying to prove the force, which is turning out to be like kind of like the god particle. Not the god. No. Do you know what I mean? The ether and like dark matter and stuff. And people are saying 
what connects everything and stuff and it's all kind of oh this is nonsense this is new age nonsense no i know but what i mean is it's just looking more it's making people interested in science in terms of yeah. chemistry rather well i th- i yes i think if i had to get rid of one i'd get rid of star wars because i think star trek has actually contributed to society in a more sort of fundamental way that star wars is good it's a good fantasy it's in the same way that lord of the rings is a good fantasy it's a very good vehicle for telling dramatic stories and emotional stories whereas i think star trek is actually uh, it's almost a vision of the future and something to aspire to also though no indiana jones because also his george lucas doesn't exist now well if he didn't make star wars he wouldn't have got indiana jones and he wouldn't have had harrison ford so that's gone yeah it's true so we lose indiana jones as well although i think yoda yeah, we lose Yoda. <laughs> but on the plus side, we also lose Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> so I think just for that reason, it's we have to get rid of Star Wars. In fact, we, we really should get rid of Star Wars <laughs> if it means we don't get that abortion of a movie. It, the worst hard... movie ever made. That, that is the worst movie ever made. I'm going to go out and say it. it. It's a hard one between the two, but I would say... I would probably keep Star Trek. Yeah. Even oh, we agree. My heart is in Star Wars. It feels like Star Wars. But when you start to think of like like you had the first interracial kiss on television in Star Trek and stuff, like it actually did quite a good and it's people's vision of the future. Sci fi is normally very down on the future. Whereas Star Trek is always a a beacon of hope. People always feel like, Oh, we could definitely achieve that version of the future one day. Yeah. So that's I think Star Trek's more it's aspirational, yeah. yeah. Whereas Star Wars is is clearly just just fictional nonsense, but it's fun. Well, it's a galaxy far, far, far away. away. So you don't know. A long know. time ago. Yeah, you don't know. It could be the past. Um, but there's there's so much about it which is nonsense. The lightsaber, the oh, force. I know, but it's that's what's nonsense. great about it. It's a beautiful <laughs> bit of fantasy. Exactly, it's fantasy, and that's great. But Lord of the Rings also fulfills that really. And so the, next week I'll do Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh God. Okay. That's a tricky one. So Star Trek, we in agreed. Star Trek stays. Okay. Whoop. Star Wars is gone now. Bye, Star Wars. So this week's... Oh, no, wait. Creature feature. Oh, creature feature. Creature feature. Creature feature. Oh, God, that's a good jingle. That's catchy. <laughs> that was awful. No, wait, wait, wait. It's going to be more animal-based. Creature feature. Ooh, ah, ah. Creature feature. <laughs> I noticed there's a monkey theme there, <laughs> and that's very apt, because <laughs> the, the creature feature this week... Um, is the, uh, the the fact that the Chinese have cloned two monkeys, two oh. little monkeys. They've cloned them. They're so cute as well. They are. They are the cute little buggers. But that you know, it's quite it's quite scary because you think, well, if they can if they can do it to a monkey, they could do it to, to, to you know us people. They, I did read an article about this, and they did say that like obviously everyone's going to expect it. It is closer to humans than mm. a sheep, but it's still like still quite far away yeah and it's like um there's limitations to it as well they can't do it it's not like they can't clone from adult cells so they can't take like the cells of an adult monkey and then clone that monkey what they what they essentially have done is taken cells from an aborted fetus and put that into you know into another fetus or something and then they've uh They've cloned them from that, so it's so they're basically two clones of an aborted fetus. Kind of so really, it's kind of no different to twins. I have a question: Is is two identical twins? Are they exact clones of each other? Is there any difference? If you had two identical twins and two clones, would you be able to tell that there's a difference in their DNA? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think I don't think twins are are like identical on a on a genetic level, are they? There's there is diff- I think so. There is differences, they? isn't there? I don't know. 
because twins when they say identical twins they're not actually identical as they like twins don't look exactly the same there are if once you know if you have friends who are twins you know which one's which after a while because they have different gestures they have they they look different they speak differently they're but not isn't exactly that just from the, the womb who humes more and who eats more in the womb and pushes the other one out <laughs> get out of my way <laughs> punching each other's face i don't know exactly how it the works. stronger twin yeah the evil twin and the stronger twin mm. yeah but they are really cute so if you haven't seen them you should go and have a look at the little clone monkeys it's weird it's exciting and terrifying all at the same time yeah they look like hairy little scrotums with eyes is what they look like i think that's all monkeys though yeah little baby monkeys that's what they all look like baby monkey well that's actually quite an apt creature because we're talking about china today in our new world rule right okay so we'll get into the okay. the meat of the podcast now this is the most i have ever researched like ever like anything in your life yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exams anything yeah and it's less than half a page so <laughs> half an a5 yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> such a small amount of writing so lee knows this but i am obsessed with black mirror yes i love it you do we have a sci-fi podcast so you may know that we like sci-fi but i love black mirror because it just every episode makes you think and you have to sit there it's kind of like our podcast but done really well very thoughtfully and very seriously so it's not like our podcast at all no but it's ours would be like dirty it's roughly in the same genre (laughs) at a push ours is dirty mirror yeah okay very good broken mirror yeah Shit on mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really wanted to do one of the things they do in there and kind of investigate the world more. And then I saw an article talking about things that in the world that already exist that um, Black Mirror has done. Okay. So there are things in the TV show that are put forward as concepts that already exist in the world. Right. So this isn't spoilers, by the way, for the new season that's on Netflix. This is from last season. But there's an episode called Nosedive. And now I know you haven't seen this, so I know you're not going to be influenced by this episode. But it's an episode that shows, I think it's written by Rashida Jones and someone else, a writing partner. But it's an episode about social media and how social media decides your place in society. Have you seen, you haven't seen that episode, but you've seen references to it, I think. I think so, yeah. I think I've I've seen one where there's, um, you know, a woman and it depends on how many likes you've got and stuff. And they people rate you and then you can like, she's invited to a wedding. But then because her rating goes down, she's uninvited to the wedding because she's got too low, lower rating and stuff like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But so in this episode, everything is derived from that. And I remember watching it and thinking, I think like everyone, like, oh, that's very similar to... You can see how from our society right now that could happen. Yeah. But we won't let that happen because that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what China have done? Right. <laughs> so I read... An- article this week okay so this is a bit long but i'm going to explain it to you okay and this is going to be the first one we've ever done that kind of already exists so it's not really sci-fi at the moment it mm, is science fact. science fact and we're going to look at how it would apply to the larger world it's sci-fi <laughs> well sci <sign-ia. laughs> <laughs> um so in china what's huge at the moment is bpay kind of thing where they pay on your phone i think yeah. they call it air pay yeah so they're all paying on their phones this has become so huge that people don't in China now are known to not leave the house with their wallets. They just have their phones. So I read this amazing article on Wired.com and it was talking about how suddenly on people's BPay accounts there appeared this button and it was called the the Zimmer credit. I think that's how you spell it. Z-H-I-M-A. Zimmer? Yeah, Z-H-I-M-A. So it's called Zimmer credit. Oh, and I suppose in Chinese, is it like... Jimmer? It would be Jimmer. Jimmer? Maybe. 
and this kind of icon appeared and people would press it and it would be like get your rating so what it would do is it has a secret algorithm and no one knows apart from the head people how this algorithm works mm. but now a huge proportion of Chinese people are part of this Zimmer, Zimmer credit system so all people know about the algorithm is that it's slightly determined from the spending you have from how much debt you have and from also from your friends and family's ratings so if you're a known associate with other people through social media which they can obviously they have they don't have facebook and stuff so they can contain it more yeah so you have this algorithm so what this means at the moment in china is you're getting rendered a score and determine your score determines are you ready for the things your score currently really does determine in china okay whether they can get loans which you know is very basic it's credit rating yeah. we have that in uh, in the west as well uh what hotels you can stay in oh whether you can live in certain apartment buildings and this isn't about being rich. So there's poor, poorer people that have better ratings than rich people. Right. So it's not completely driven by money. It's driven by a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, so if you were going to rent, you know, like in London, you have, they call them Boris bikes, the bikes you rent to drive around the city. Mm -hmm. They're free. But if you've got a bad uh, Zimmer rating in China, you'll have to put a deposit on for the bike. Right. If you rent a car, you'll have to pay a bigger deposit than someone that doesn't have a good rating. Um, the seating you're allowed to sit on in trains and buses is determined by your rating. How quickly you can get seen in a hospital is determined by this. Holy shit. There's special dating apps for different levels of your rating. Um, and at one time, and this is mental, at one time when it first began, if your rating was high enough, you could skip airport security. <laughs> and it also means that you can uh, be skipped ahead of the queue to get visas for other countries. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy, isn't it? The um the government of China said it's nudging social behaviors. Oh, I see. So that's why they like it because the communist party there is saying, "Oh, we can basically mold people to do certain things by bullying them with this rating system." Yeah, but this is where it's hard because there's a part of it that has a very good like vein in it of goodness. Like you are being a good person and it is being determined by the good things you do so if you pay more to charities and stuff you're going to get a better rating and things if you are seen to be like on time and stuff then it's going to give you better ratings and things but what they're trying to implement which they haven't done yet is in china they have a very big testing system for students yeah. and it's such a high pressure test that some students are known to cheat so if you cheat on that test they want to know and the government are trying to make it so that can affect your credit rating so dishonest people will automatically get a much lower rating yeah so i want you to imagine let's say that for some reason all the governments of the world are like we like what those guys are doing <laughs> china they <laughs> they've got it all figured out so how do you think good and bad this would affect all of society it's a very interesting idea it's it's very um i, I find it slightly sinister but it's interesting yeah, but it's yeah, it's good intentions, which is not always a good thing. Well, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, the greater good. The greater good. Mm. The scariest phrase in <laughs> human history. Yeah, it's um I mean the positives, yes, they they they're right in the sense that it 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 shapes positive behaviors. So you 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 know, it's it's all about you encourage what you want people to do and you discourage what you don't want them to do and you do that through using incentives and disincentives don't you so it's like incentivizing positive actions hmm. which is good and so. it's, it is nice 
to have so people who aren't that rich in China right now are getting better loans for their cars and stuff and if they've if they're quite an honest people that means that they're going to be able to stay in hotels and rent apartments they never would have been allowed to before mm. so it's taking wealth out of it a little bit but and that would be all well and good if it was only rewarding but because it punishes that means you're being good out of fear yes and that's always as as we've often discussed it's like it's the you can't by forcing someone to be good they're not really being good sorry but the worrying part is it's a secret algorithm so you don't know what you're getting rewarded for what if you're getting rewarded for let's everyone always thinks that like you know luckily the government's okay but if bad people get in and change that algorithm everybody's lives will suffer just because they're not doing the bad things that the government wants them to do it's a very important point that i think it's like if you don't know what the algorithm is if they we don't know what it is who determines the algorithm it's the ultimate thing isn't it it's like oh we want things we want things to be good we want everyone to do to follow the law and stuff it's like yeah but who determines the law and that's the problem isn't it with this algorithm because what if this algorithm who decides what's good and what's bad i wouldn't have such a problem with it if it seemed like it was just about um like your spending and stuff like if it was if it was linked to like you had bad loans or you didn't pay things back or you had late payments kind of like our credit system is now because it's all about money kind of thing yeah so those hotels and apartments and stuff are kind of basing it almost like a guarantor system it's like oh you have a good credit rating basically yeah. which makes sense to me you're financially trustworthy yeah but when you start putting friends into it so what this person was saying in the article is it's quite a new system so people are still quite willing to like get a friend who messages them and says oh i've got a really bad rating do you mind liking me on this social site to put my rating up and they'll be like yeah but the longer people have it, the the wider that gap is becoming and the more serious it is. It is. Yeah. So you're going to get to a point where you can't dig yourself out of that hole. Yeah. Where like no one's going to want to be around you and then the people that are friends with you are going to drop you because you're bringing down their rating. Which, yeah. Which is what happens in the Black Mirror. Yeah. It's just a snowball, which is why it's called Nosedive because once one thing starts to happen, they all start to happen. We very quickly got off good point yeah i think that's because the good points i think are very they're very surface yeah they're very superficial well this guy in this article was saying that like it's messed with his head because he gave three dollars to charity and then he was like so will that mean the algorithm's like wow you did a good thing or will the algorithm be like you didn't give enough yeah that's not enough money to you cheapskate down points yeah and he says that like he checks it obsessively to try and work out the algorithm of what he's doing yeah. but then there was someone else he mentioned that didn't have very good points because they lived with their parents and stuff like do more do different jobs get rewarded so if the government has a, a field that it's trying to fill so do you get more points if you go into that kind of job because then people I don't know, it's weird it's so interesting but terrifying yeah i don't <laughs> i do not like it <laughs> I do not like this. At I don't all. want to be told what to do. Yeah, you know, you know, that's my whole, that's my bag of just being like, everyone, leave me alone. Don't tell me what to do. And it's that is, it's just the ultimate sort of, just control, isn't it? It's everything in your life is determined by some government allotted, completely arbitrary ranking system. It's like, a, and it's so, it's so ironic, isn't it? I suppose it's like in communist China, they've now introduced this rigid completely unjustified hierarchy system 
when communism's all supposed to be about the elimination of hierarchy. It and is, that's but, what done. but that's the that's what the whole thing is that they're nudging social behaviors, which is such a a funny way of saying making people do what we, we want to do, yeah, forcing people <laughs> to do what we want them to do. Well, the hospital cues is the ones that upsets me, because like that's kind of saying. Oh, you're yeah. a better person. You deserve life more yeah. than someone else because you've got you haven't repaid your loan back on time. That's putting that is literally <laughs> putting a value on human life. It's saying, oh, your life is fundamentally worth less than someone else's life. But once you click the button, it sounds like you're involved. You, you've Don't consented. you want to click that button? I would want to click that button and find out what my rating was so bad. Well, so 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 is this a situation where what if you don't have? the rating system is that all these hotels oh. and stuff just won't let you use their facilities and I stuff. forgot this so what happens is if you don't use it it's got to the point where it's so important that they just render a result for you a default one and you mm. almost and you suffer because you didn't sign up for it oh brilliant <laughs> so you're being coerced it's not even voluntary I would like to say this is all based off one article so this could be an completely off the point it could just be this one guy's bit it sounded quite interesting if yeah if you want to have a look it's on wired.com is that a good website yeah science science yeah wired is good and it's um, quite serious i feel so is it so does it do kids have ratings oh, i was just gonna say that do you think a baby's rating is automatically influenced from birth from their parents rating yeah that i mean that was that's quite a sinister idea oh, and child, can you imagine if uh, this isn't happening but can you imagine if the chinese government were like how many children you're allowed to have is determined by your rating because you know like they can only have one yeah is that still a thing i think the one child policy is still in place i think do you know that australia has a two dog policy you can mm. only have two dogs i didn't know that really. might be a queensland thing but you can only have two dogs unless you live on a farm and then you can have more but it de- it's oh, determined wow. by your distance from the sea i didn't know that how dare they I know. I want to be covered in dogs. Very dearly. <laughs> yeah. I want to be surrounded in a sea of dogs. <laughs> but th- this is this is this is crazy to me because it's like how can again you know not to make this political, but of course I'm going to. <laughs> how can a communist country that is all about like oh we should uh, you know abolish privilege and all this sort of stuff. What if a child does have, is they affected, I mean, they must be, they must be affected by, the first rating you get must be affected by your parents and your upbringing um, and, and your brothers and sisters and stuff. It didn't say anything, but I would hope it's a blank slate and then it's determined by, by your scores at school, apparently. Your school scores. Yeah. But if it's your family and friends, you'd be, just, if your parents were both, you know, drunks who were massively mm. in debt, well, surely that would affect your rating then, wouldn't it? I guess it would at 18, but maybe they give you... <laughs> I'm just making this up now. But maybe they would give you until 18 to get your life sorted. But then what I would encourage kids to like dump their parents, be like, nah, get rid of those guys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there probably would be lots of kids who would have to separate from their parents because they're like, oh, you're... Would, would, it, leave to, would it lead to loads of parents give, of giving up their kids? Because they were like, well, we've got a terrible rating. But that would probably give you a really bad rating as well. Well, like getting rid of your kids. But yeah, but it wouldn't affect your child's rating, would it? So you'd be like, you know, to save them, you'd... Aww. you'd. But then have that wouldn't adopted. add up your rating because you did a really selfless thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but at the same time, who fucking knows? <laughs> Do you think that you lose points if you take money out and pay by cash? Because then they're not tracking what you're spending. Yeah, you're you're right. That's another thing, isn't it? Is that they want to track 
where your money's going and how you're spending it. They and all, they and then they can that. see a trail of where you're going because of what you're paying. Yeah. So do you think that, like, how long, if this stays in China, how long until money doesn't exist in China? As in, like, I mean, like paper. As in cash. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going that way anyway, aren't we? But, yeah, like, in, in China, it would be a lot quicker. You how know, long? Right. How long until paper, how long until money's gone? Cash is gone? Um, Tell me now. Okay. Um, I would say... On exact date. 2030. Tuesday? It's gone. Um, not a Tuesday. I reckon. I reckon they'll do it on a on a Monday. <laughs> will be the start of no cash. So Monday, the twenty eighth of August, two thousand thirty. Imagine you were right. I know. Yeah. Keep this. Keep this observation. Your credit go through the roof. Yeah. All down because I think you're a wizard. <laughs> but the wizards get penalised <laughs> as well. Oh, wizards are in the minus. A, oh, it's an anti-wizard bigotry <laughs> built into this algorithm. Wow. This one is weird because it it's not more terrifying than some of the worlds you've created with your crying weird baby sex. <laughs> or the meteor. They're scarier in theory. But because this is real... It gives me like the chills. <laughs> yeah, there is always something more, um, yeah, more sort of confronting, isn't there? When you when it's when you're faced with a concept which you is not just possible, but is somewhat probable. There's so many problems with this. Like if you commit a crime and you go to prison, you kind of are sentenced to a, a t- an amount of time under the proviso that you've done your time and now you're back in society. Obviously, people that have been to prison really struggle with society accepting them and things but if you were linked to a credit rating that was determined by that act even though you've been in prison your rating would be abysmal so it would be like a prison it's a double punishment isn't it it's like we're punishing you for your crime which is you know five years in jail or whatever then you come out they're like oh well done you've done you've done your time you've served served your sentence oh by the way you now have an abysmal credit rating so you'll never be able to get a job never be able to do anything the weird thing about this though Saying all of this yeah. is that I don't disagree in a pro rating. So, like, I don't disagree that, like, let's say tomorrow they the government said every time you, you do some community service in your own time or if you do this, we'll give you benefits. I have okay. no I have no problem with it if it's only a plus. Yeah, that's a good that's a, actually a good idea. I think. Do you imagine that if they were like, oh, every time you give blood, or if every time. You go to your local community center and you like read to hospice patients or you help, you know, like, give food to a food bank or give money to charity. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. If every time you did that, I don't know. I suppose they already take your tax away when you do charitable events. I mean, in a way, that is kind of redundant. But well, yeah, no, that'd be great. I think if you could build up, you know, community service credits or something, and they and they deducted that from your tax bill or they provide or it, it had some sort of you know sent you like flowers <laughs> or balloons no i don't want flowers or bloody balloons what about but... a calendar and every month there's a different government employee just like Ooh, credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh definitely not I, I'd, I'd, I'd burn down the food bank if that was the thing just you so are guarantee... a government employee as well do you think you'd get great credit because you're part of the government because i'm part of the machine and i yeah. know i know a thing is i know some people listening are going to be like but why would it be a bad thing? Because people are being good, even if the intentions are, is fear. But think about it, because you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Here's, here, 
here's an excuse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only yeah. joking. No, no, don't, don't do the whole I'm only joking thing. No, here, okay, I, I'll give you an example. Obvious day-to-day example, right? Okay. Some, some kid leaves school mm-hmm. and all he wants to be is an artist. All he's ever wanted to do was, was paint pictures or write songs or play an instrument. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. The Chinese government sees no utility in that. That's just, that's just decadent you know capitalist you know self-indulgence you need to say the empire instead it's mythical so say the empire instead of china okay so the 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 empire (laughs) sees no value okay in in you pursuing frivolous activities they just see it as this sort of decadent you know you're not helping build that death star yeah you are not helping you're not you're not contributing so that that kid who wants to create beautiful art or wants to create wonderful music or poetry he's now penalized he or she are now penalized yes. for their yeah, for their for their their, their their natural creative um Juices. exploits you oh. know <laughs> whatever like i don't think the people who come up with this idea think of themselves as the bad guys they're not trying no. to be evil they're only seeing it as but society will be better yeah yeah absolutely they, they Again. Fear will rain down upon every man, woman, and child, but be good for everyone, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. It's, it comes from, you know, I think it comes from a certain arrogance. It's an arrogance oh, of but saying. It is also a good place. It comes from. Yeah, but it's it's a, a it's a good impl- intention, but it's based in arrogance because what it is is it's saying, I know what's best for everyone else in the world. I know what's good and what's bad. I know what's valuable, so. I think everyone should do these things that I have arbitrarily decided are valuable. I'm doing a good thing because these things are valuable. So I'm making everyone do it. It's like, yeah, but they're only valuable because you think they're valuable. That's your selfishness. That's your arrogance. What you might think is valuable, I don't. And what you, what I think is valuable, you won't. It's, that's yeah, it's that's the nature of human beings is that we are different. You know, some people, I like sport a lot. I really, really like sport. I like cricket. Oh, boo, ban it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that's why I think Black Mirror is good because it, it's like a cautious tale into why this might not happen. So it might be put off in the UK because people have seen that. That sounds really simple, simplistic, yeah. but I do think... No, yeah, in a way it is because, yeah, it does it does sort of prepare people for it. Sometimes I see an episode of Black Mirror and it's an idea I like and then I'm like, ah, oh, don't do this. No one will want it anymore. This is not one of them, but yeah. sometimes there's other stuff. <gasps> the other one I saw. So it was an article talking about what is true already. Mm-hmm. And uh, Google has already put a pattern down for contact lens video contact lenses you wear that film everything oh okay yeah and samsung are in the process of inventing a screen you wear on a contact lens so you can constantly see your phone screen on your eye really yeah off topic but yeah that's kind of horrifying as well isn't it but yeah but but maybe exciting as well you know i suppose everything it's it's all basically there already we film everything and take photos of everything so yeah Oh, yeah, I suppose it's just as with as with everything, it's just like if there's if there's choice involved and it's voluntary and you know it, I've got no problem with it, but it's it's when it's this when it's the forcing and the coercing. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. This is this idea is so all encompassing, isn't it? It's like <laughs> it's not funny. No, this is the least funny podcast we've ever done. It's, it's all doom and gloom. It's just me, me whinging about it, basically. <laughs> but what about dating? I quite like the idea of knowing before I go on a date, that there's a dating app that only people that are considered to be good people are allowed to be on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Okay, that is a good side of it. That you would be like, well, 
you know, I know that you're a rapist, so you've got a low rating or whatever. <laughs> well, no, no, there's dating apps you can only access if you've got a good rating. If you've got a good rating. So yeah. that's really good. Yeah, well, that, that's what I mean. You're like, well, I know you're not a rapist because you're on this app, which means you must have a high rating. But what if they're a rapist, but they're really good with charities? Yeah. Well, this is again. <laughs> we need to know what the algorithm is because it could just be like, well, okay, yeah, money's not everything, but if you've got 10 million dollars they're like oh well you've got a super rating do you know what i mean so then you can get away with murder quite literally you can murder someone but as long as your dad is like head of the government who's got a brilliant rating yeah yeah this is the other thing as well it sounds very equal like it seems like everyone's equal as long as they do good things but what you're doing is just creating a class system yeah it's a hierarchy It's 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 a rigid they've introduced a new rigid hierarchy that is based middle credit on some credit, sort of algorithm. Low yeah. Credit. yeah, it's not fair. That's not fair at all. Aren't we all supposed to have access to the same things? All have the same opportunities? God, though, Lee, I think you're missing some good things here. Okay. What if I said to you, there's a cinema and you can only go in that cinema if you've got a good rating? Oh, I think that's an amazing idea. <laughs> all cinemas should do that. All cinemas should do that. We changed our minds. Let's move to China. Yeah, this is the best idea ever. Um... I'm very strongly of the opinion that um, cinemas should be very similar to to sort of... Morgues. Yeah, morgues, concentration camps or something like that, where it's like (laughs) no one should be allowed to do anything ever and they should just be these violent, sadistic guards patrolling the cinema, (laughs) waiting for somebody to breathe too loudly and just to take a rubber hose to them. That's all I think And he does get annoyed at people for breathing too loudly. Oh, I've I've chastised many people in cinemas for breathing too loudly. It's it's infuriating. Just you should be utterly silent. You've just paid money to watch something. Why would you make noise? It does it blows my mind. I wonder if community serv- doing community service in that sort of sense though would would make people more you'd know that doing good acts would increase your rating because you have to do it. Would that then naturally make you just do good acts more? Yes, because you were scared. You were scared to do it. No, but maybe maybe our generation, maybe we're being cynical here, because maybe our generation, that's what it would be. But then children would just grow up, they've always had a rating, so their parents tell them to do good things. So maybe the next generation would actually be better people just because of that. Yeah, was it? Is it habit? Like, is it habit forming, doing good things? It is. And this is why I think that having a benefit system for doing good things is a very good idea. I think, though, the people that would benefit from this system are the manipulative ones that would be, like, smart enough to get ahead. To game the system. Yeah, the people that would just go about their lives and do good things are the ones that would actually suffer because they wouldn't play the game. Like, if your friend rang you and was like, I've just moved back home and I haven't been part of this system so I've got a default shitty rating. We've been friends for 10 years. Would you add me? And you knew the odds was going to go down. You'd be like, oh, of course. Like, of course I'll add you. So, but a dickhead would be like, no. Yeah, sorry. I'm adding you. You'll affect my rating. So. And would it discourage small acts of kindness? So, for example, your neighbour, you see your neighbour and they're, they're trying to, you know, pull in their bins or something from outside or they're walking home with all this heavy shopping. You're like, oh, I'll help you with that. But of course, you can't use your card to scan and ah, get any points. But in the Black Mirror episode, you can. So everyone has their phone constantly. And when someone does something good for them, like 
their profile appears because they're near them, mm. their phone's near them, and they just like them. Yeah. And every time you get a like, you... But wouldn't it, you know, like, you know, like how, for example, if you go to New York or America, yeah, and somebody, and, you know, somebody in a hotel does something absolutely rudimentary for you, and you're supposed to tip them. Yeah. And when you don't tip them, they get arsy with you. They like, actually get aggressively rude with you, right? Yeah. yeah would that, that, would that situation happen? Where, you know, you an old lady crossing the road, you help across the road, and she doesn't have a phone on her because she's old or she doesn't know. And she just goes, oh, thank you. And the person just goes, oh. And they just, you know, and they would... Yeah, this is... People this would be dicks. why it's not true altruism, isn't it? If, if you're doing it... You're doing it for reward. Yeah, I think there's a thing with kids, isn't there, where you shouldn't... And dogs as well. Not the dogs and kids are the same. But, like, yeah. where... <laughs> They're similar. <laughs> but like with a dog, they tell you when it learns a new trick to start off by giving it food, but that you need to slow down the food because in the end, it will only do that trick for food. Yeah. It won't know that sitting when you say sit is what it needs to do. Yeah. So you, yeah, you can't just, you can't just use positive reinforcement, you know, through gift giving or whatever constantly. Yeah. Because then they're only doing it for the gift. Yeah. And I, think I think there's a danger of that, isn't there? Any sort of system which organizes and commodifies generosity or kindness, that's it. That's that's the danger, isn't it? It's like it's always the danger. As soon as you start forcing people to do things and you make a commodity out of kindness, uh, it's not really kindness anymore. It's this weird sort of um, selfish sort of, you know, I don't know what it is really, but it's um. It's fakery. Yeah, it's it is fakery, isn't it? Smoke, mirrors, and fakery. <laughs> yeah, it's just not good. It's not good. I just don't feel like that's a good thing. Can't we all just be nice? You just be nice for the sake of because it's morally, ethically, and emotionally the nice, the good thing to do. Yeah. You know, like why can't that be the reason? I think though it does show a very uh, big lack in faith in people to have a system like that. Yeah. Because it's saying you're only being good because you're getting these points. And I don't trust you to be a good person unless I know what points you've got. Yeah. And I'm only letting you into my establishment if I think that you've ticked all the boxes for a list I don't even know the items of. Mm. So I, I don't. I, I think people are good and you should always give second chances. And there's like. Unless you know. They're a proper douche and they talk in the cinema. Then, yeah, then. Well, then there's no, there should be no second chances <laughs> for such people. This is so political, this one. This is a very political one, isn't it? But it's a very political idea, isn't it, it I is. suppose? It is massively political. I didn't think it was. It was so funny. I read the article and I was going through it all and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I thought it was just a bank. But then I got to the part where the government was making the algorithm. I was like, oh, <laughs> Lee's not going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think in a place where this happens, you'd have little communities that got built up, like really small um, communes that like people would move to where ratings didn't matter and you could all just live there together and you grow your own food so you didn't have to. That is such a good point. Yes, I think they probably would and I'd probably want to move there, yeah. <laughs> if you had little communities which were like, yeah, we could go here, we're going to set up a bank and a supermarket and a hotel and all that sort of stuff. Because officially, and it's not it's... going to affect your. We don't look at ratings. Because officially, you can't get arrested for having a bad rating. Like that's not part of it at the yeah. moment, anyway. So... Yeah, yeah, I think that would happen. Absolutely, I think that would happen. They I would think set... that would happen quite rapidly as well. Like yeah. you get people that had a good rating going while they could. Would the credit become a religion? 
you this is always your thing everything is always would it become a religion all hail the algorithm yeah like you're obsessed with people suddenly <laughs> just be setting up random religions what was the last one and you're like would that become a religion would people praise the comet the meteor you're like would people pray to the meteor i was like why would people pray to the meteor well, i think they would and i also think that people would be like all pray to the algorithm. algorithm yeah oh algorithm <laughs> benefit me praise be algorithm bestow coins upon me and my family how stupid would you have to be to think you could pray to a computer algorithm that's a whole level of stupid that I, I can't even wrap my head around. So is this utopia, dystopia, or midopia? Um, I would say it's it's probably a midopia, probably. At the moment. Yeah, it's, we should definitely, it should definitely be midtopia, but okay, we're going to keep saying midopia now because you've committed to it. Yes. So, um, it's yeah, it's a midopia, I would say, um, because... It's but it's it's leaning towards dystopia because I can see the benefits of it. I don't think it would be like a world of pure horror, but I I it's not a well, world. It is I'd if enjoy. you were in the bad credit. Yeah, but it, but it would also like lot you know people would do lots of good stuff. So it's not like you know a dystopia is where there is essentially no good sides. It's it's essentially hell. Whereas this is not hell. It's just not very pleasant. Would you rather live here or the world of last week? Uh, what was the world of last week? Don't no. Oh, the, no electricity. For, for those people who, who who want need to be caught up, I totally remember what it was. But no electricity. No electricity or this. Probably this world, to be fair, which is, again, why it's probably a midtopia. I would take the credit world, the rating world, over the no electricity world. I just listened to everything you said, and this is not what I was expecting. You These answers were not what I was expecting. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. It's it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not a good. It's not great. But there's there's worse. There's worse than than this. I think we uh, have at least got ourselves banned from a, four or five countries from this podcast. Yeah, probably. I am interested in people's opinion because the thing is, when we talk about stuff, and I've probably said this before, but we want our minds to be changed about stuff, don't we? Absolutely. We're very open to anyone's opinions as long as they are the same as ours. Yeah, absolutely the same. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you have any ideas or points or you just want to tell everyone that Lee's wrong, you know. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. That's my advice on most weeks. Or send us a tweet at uh, drinks underscore dystopia. Email at drinks and dystopia at hotmail.com. Or go and visit our website at drinksanddystopia.blogspot.com. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find your podcast. <laughs> oh brilliant buy a Casper mattress <laughs> <laughs> but yeah genuinely send it in, send it in send, say what we've missed and things so we've got a new perspective on things so we can and maybe we can discuss discuss it in Backtrack Corner or not or not or we just ignore these emails and just carry on with our lives give us a good credit rating <laughs> your drink have you got anything left in your can nope <laughs> too dystopian too dystopious Cheers.